0: Gotta be careful about that, or else we'll have uh, Bling. blings on the uh, Bling. on the recording.
1: We don't want blings on the recording. I
2: agree. We don't want blings on the recording.
0: <laughs> Too late. Welcome to No Refunds. We are a podcast that records about once a year, uh, and we are really excited to be coming to you with our quarterly update. Um, my name oh, wait, is.
2: Wait, if we if we record once a year, then how is this a quarterly update?
0: Ignore, ignore it. Who knows? Because this is also a quarantine update. Oh, I'm so confused. So joining me today, my name is Dwight, and joining me today is, I don't know. Tiffany. There, I'll no, point there. You guys can pick. Alex. And we have a very special guest uh, joining us live via Zoom, like everyone else in the world is doing these days, is... Billy. Yay.
2: Hi, Billy. Yay. Hello. You're, you're below me, so I'm pointing down.
3: Oh, he's above <laughs> us. Or no, he's to the <laughs> left of us. Oh, on, he's uh, he's right working.
2: here for me? The right true
3: there. answer is I'm always on top. Hey. Oh,
1: hey. oh
2: he's a top. Now, now we know something about Billy. Oh,
1: I knew some
3: stuff
0: about him. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a hot second since we recorded an episode, um, as you can tell, because I think it's when when was the last time we recorded? Was it in like uh,
2: October? The the summer movie
0: draft wrap up.
2: No, I mean, we never did a wrap up. Summer movie draft. No. We Wait, definitely, I'm gonna look it up right now. We definitely
0: recorded a couple after doing the draft.
2: We did. Yeah, you we, did a wrap-up, didn't you? We absolutely
0: did. We never did a wrap-up. We definitely never did a wrap-up, but we did a couple um, of episodes. The
1: last episode I have oh. on um, the podcast store is um, 49, episode 48. This is the Ooh. podcast, and it's from September twenty sixth. 2019. There
2: we go, Okay, because so. when I looked it up, I might have just uh, looked up in the wrong place because I went to our website, <laughs> Oh, I haven't updated
0: the website, in that's been over a year. It's
2: and like, the last episode was the summer movie draft, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really remember uh, recording an episode after that because we never did the the recap. Because
0: we definitely didn't do draft. the recap. I really we did felt not. I really have fallen behind on the on the um on the website in general, just because. I started a new job, and that really kind of took away a lot of it, a lot of my that like motivation, a lot of motivation to do that. But um, I remember somebody, uh, I believe it was Jesse, was like, "Hey, you guys haven't released a new episode in a while." And this was like around September, and I was like, "Oh no, we still have been. We're- I'm just not updating the website." And that's how he was exclusively getting them was from the well, website. That's a
2: weird, weird place to go for our uh, hey for our podcast. It was it
0: was worth it to have the website. And then, but uh, he told me, and I was like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll get on that." And here we are in <laughs> April. Of the next soggy year.
2: cereal oh that episode was with brian yeah where we talked about cereal and
0: we argued about cereal and we did a
2: um a power ranking that Wait, was, was that november the last of last episode?
0: year that was so definitely guess, the last episode we did
2: i guess huh. it's only been you know whatever november is like what, what is it months. now
0: is it is it april, it's april? is, so is it May?
2: Almost, i think it's it been May half yet? a year
0: no it's not May yet because my birthday hasn't happened yet, and so that's when I realized May is close.
2: Oh yeah, happy birthday soon! Thank you. Um, um I won't tell all of our viewers when it is.
0: Yeah, because then they'll they'll steal all my credit card information. Those readers. Right. But I'll give
2: um, them your social security number though, because so, I have that.
0: So it's been a while since we recorded, so this is going to be just a regular episode. So don't don't expect our top five TV shows, because that's not happening. Even though we swore for like a year that that's i, what this episode I would think be.
1: that's why we kept putting it off because we had that this quote-unquote special episode and we were like no we can't we we gotta do a and none of us were ready for the top five tv shows oh, or at least I, I wasn't
2: i'm ready um
0: i was ready but it's changed now that a certain show has ended um oh, yeah. it, it's been removed from my list because game of thrones oh. is no longer on my list because it okay. was so bad game of
2: thrones was never on my list it was on my short shortlist, um, but uh, I remember one time we got together and we were going to record an episode, mm-hmm. and we talked about recording one episode, me and Dwight, and recording the 50th episode with all three of us, Yes, and we were, oh, yeah. we were like, no.
1: <laughs> I remember that. We talked about doing
2: two episodes, and we ended up recording zero episodes, <laughs> and I think that was the last time
0: we talked about recording an episode. And that, yeah. And then you know the world went to hell. So we have the
2: world went to hell. In case I mean... you haven't,
0: can't tell, Alex is not in the room with with Tiffany and I. Yeah. He's also to be over fair, Zoom.
2: The world has always been hell. You guys have just been pulled into billion eyes world.
0: Wow, that's kind of depressing. I'm sorry, boys.
2: <laughs> Welcome to no refunds. <laughs>
0: that's why we call it no refunds because it's an existential crisis. <laughs> uh, so, so speaking of existential oh crises, how has everyone been coping through this? What have you guys been doing? What have you been? Uh, have you been doing anything kind of cool to keep your mind off of things, or have you been consuming any media? Have you been creating oh. anything? What, what, what's what's people been doing? Billy, what are you doing in this terrible, terrible, terrible time?
3: Uh, well, I've got a lot going on. Um, unlike some people, uh, my job has actually uh, really uh, ramped up. Uh, because I work in training, and uh, specifically pharmaceutical training. So uh, I'm doing uh, quite a bit <laughs> right now since everyone's at home. Um, but on on top of that, to kind of de-stress, there's been a lot of uh, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, a lot of um, movies. Uh, I'm not a big movie watcher. I'm lucky if I watch mm. maybe eight movies a year that aren't just something that was on TV and I accidentally watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I think I've already watched eight movies this month. which is like, <laughs> Wow. Like, there's just nothing else going on and uh, watching uh, and, and watching a lot of bad, like uh, reality TV as well. Um, but uh, my, my main go-to has been video games. So.
0: Ooh, what, what, what have you been playing? Anything fun?
3: Uh, right now uh, I'm playing the final fantasy seven remake oh my god it finally came out that's right so how 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 is that uh personally uh i absolutely love it Uh, being a big fan of the original and uh, just enjoying the ability to see the characters that i love um you know in this new beautiful way and getting to see their stories in a more in-depth and beautifully organic minus side quests way uh it's 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 really awesome um and then the the it's it's just great. It's great,
0: <laughs> Alex. I see you shaking your head. Are you playing it as well? And are you experiencing whatever Billy's describing? Because I I have I mean, not bought
3: it or played it yet.
2: I mean, unlike unlike Billy, I haven't been taking my time with the game, and I'm done with it. Really? <laughs>
0: um, did you like? Well, like, did you just like blitz through it, or have you? Just... No,
2: I I took my sweet ass time with it. I just um, I just you know, I don't have like a job or somebody that loves me that wants to spend time with me like he I has so so i just play games all the time <laughs> so um billy and i billy and i were both billy was really excited for it and the closer we got to it the more hearing him talk about it i was like man i remember when i was super excited for final fantasy 7 remake when it was like announced at E3 and we talked about it on the podcast and i know it's a running joke with Uh, My former boss, Dr. Chris, Evil Dwight, who um, listens to the podcast, he would joke with me like, how many times have you guys talked about Final Fantasy VII Remake Remake and when it's going to come out on your podcast? And I'm like, yeah, it's been like five or six times. (laughs) So I kind of had lost my gusto for it. And hearing Billy talk about it just really, it got me excited for it again. So I bought it. And we both stayed up until midnight on Friday when it came out last Friday. And we hung out in Discord and we both played it and just chatted while we played it. And we played it from like 12 until 5 in the morning-ish. Then we went to bed and then we got up at like 9 or 10 in the morning and started playing again. Billy took a shower first, like a freaking (laughs) pleb. Um, I didn't, I literally rolled out of bed and then just turned on my PlayStation (laughs) and I put a solid, I like, I, I would say I'm done, done with it today. Um, I put in maybe 40 hours over the course of roughly a week. It was basically a job. (laughs) Um, I really liked it. I have some nitpicky feelings about it that, I think um, Billy shares mostly with me, but not 100%. Um, I I think it's great, or else I wouldn't have played it, like, so quickly. Um, It definitely gave me nostalgia for Final Fantasy VII and made me want to go back and replay the original because, for me, turn-based RPGs are just better than action RPGs. I think they're cool, but I'd rather play a turn-based RPG version of Final Fantasy VII. I wish I could play the current remake as a turn-based RPG instead of an action RPG.
0: I thought one of the things they had talked about as a feature was a more turn-based style for it. Is that not actually in the game?
2: It is, but it's not like your conventional turn-based style. They have what they call classic Mm -hmm. Um, which removes blocking and dodging from the game. And it becomes like, you don't need to move. You just, when combat starts, you can just, you can move if you want, or you can just stand there. But either way, you're going to get hit. Um, And it's to focus more on the abilities, but like, it seems like a weird half measure. I wish there was a mode where it was just like, when an encounter starts, you get to see the bad guys on the left side of the screen and the good guys on the right side of the screen and you see your ATB meter load a- or fill up and then it's your turn. Like, I wish that was a style that you could play this game because I probably would have just played the game twice all the way through. I would have been like, I'll play it once on classic mode and then I'll play it once on action RPG mode to see like what the difference is. Mm. But I tried toying around with the different difficulties um, already. There's Classic and Easy, which, are, which basically feel the same. They, they, there's not a big enough difference between them. Classic, Easy, Normal, which is pretty hard. And then Hard, which is impossible. <laughs> um, I, I've tried a few battles on Hard, and I've just been like, nope hard's not for me. So I was thinking about going through and trying like to play the game on hard, and I was just like, nope. Nope, cuz I'm I'm not that kind of guy that likes to play games for for their difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um I don't mind when a game's difficult at times, like when it's earned. Like I loved God of War, that final Valkyrie fight. Yep. It drove me insane, but I kept trying because I was like, this feels like earned end game difficulty. There are certain things in the hard difficulty of Final Fantasy VII where I'm just like, why is this impossibly hard? And how impossibly hard would a boss be? Like, I just go, no. Oh, so no you're I'm struggling
0: good. on regular enemies in, oh, in yeah. hard mode? Oh, yeah.
2: Just, like, like things that you could call mini-bosses, but really just, like, regular enemies. Um, overall, I loved it. Like, the- I think it's a great translation of the original the characters overall have improved because they let the game breathe more in this one. So you get a little more um, character development for the mains, like Cloud, Barrett, Tifa, Aerith. You get a little more from them, but you also get more from the side characters like Jesse, Wedge, Biggs, uh, Johnny, Um, (laughs) like all these other side characters that you're like are kind of throwaway characters in the original kind of Mm -hmm. they get uh, like real character moments and you actually care about them um, which is really nice so the fact that the game it's funny because Billy started replaying the original and I've been watching him and we talked about it 30 minutes into his new replay of the original game he was already like Four hours into well uh, the remake that's what I was like... going to
0: ask, so I know that this is only the midgar section of it. Um, yep. it do you feel that that is enough of its own to like warrant this game being a standalone product and how ha- how do you feel about the fact that um, this is a sixty dollar game that is a less than a third of the story of the entirety of Final Fantasy VII. seven um, How does, uh, how did that translate? And was that, you know, was that handled well,
3: Billy? So um, honestly, for, for what I played, I feel like it's great. It's, it's fine as a $60 game with what you get story-wise, character-wise. I think the real question mark is going to be how they add the, the next parts. Because if they say each part, which is only part of the story, which is maybe another tacked on 40 hours, is going to be its own $60 game, then I start to have more of a problem with it. If you say that there, it's going to be like DLC and maybe it's going to be 20 bucks for the next part, then I to- I'm i totally behind it. I'm totally behind it. Um, yeah, I'm, I, am, I imagine it's going to be $60 and I'm going to feel a little bit ripped off. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I... I am
2: on the exact same page as Billy. I I really part of part of the reason I want it to be DLC, especially or I think it will be DLC, but it'll probably be like steeply priced DLC, mostly because I I would be really upset if I didn't get to carry over my characters. Like <clears throat> I put in the time to level these characters. I put in the time to max out these materia and these weapons and get all these like, s- like um, optional items that boost my SP and MP and all this sh- shit. I can curse on this. Yeah. This is fucking um, no
0: refunds. You can say whatever fuck.
2: you want. Uh, <laughs> so like, I want that all to carry over. And I feel like the be- easiest way to car- make that carry over is make this be the base game mm-hmm. and you can't play part two without having part one. And it just like reads it as a DLC. I do think it'll cost at least $45 if not 60. Mm-hmm. I would love it. If, if, if the subsequent sections cost like $30, I mm-hmm. couldn't see them going lower than 30. Um, I think it'll be, either 45 or 60 for each dlc and i bet when they announce the next one if it is a dlc they'll they'll put a season pass that'll be like well you can get both for a hundred dollars or you can get each individually for sixty dollars and i you know I'll hate myself, but I will immediately buy it. that se- season pass. Same. <laughs> That's Same. part
0: part of my issue right now is there is no announced future for this. So yep. we're currently sitting on the edge of a new console generation. Mm-hmm. I 100% believe that the next installment of this, this franchise is going to be on the next hardware. So I don't know how they're going to rationalize that or how they're going to carry over save data like that because Square is notoriously long in development cycles at this point point. Um, mm-hmm. and I just don't see them wanting to you know continuing to support a quote-unquote dead console at this point when they could because Square's all about like making it look as shiny and as great as they can. So why wouldn't they take advantage of right. the newer hardware? Granted, I'm not 100 percent on like how easy it is to like upscale stuff to the new hardware. Maybe it will be, um, but that's my I, one of my big concerns with this.
2: Yeah. So my understanding is that um, part of the reason that it got delayed so long was because they were having trouble developing the the new engine for. Final Fantasy VII remake, yep. and I think the fact that they've finalized an engine and released uh, the first part of the game mm-hmm. makes me think that they feel comfortable with the engine as a whole to be able to upscale it to new to new hardware. That makes sense. So I'm I would uh, my guess would be, and I, I can't say for sure, but my guess would be that uh, part two will be a launch title for for, uh, for uh, ps5 but will also be released for ps4 okay. um
0: they haven't announced and, any launch titles for ps5 yet so that's yeah one thing I, that, that's a good point point. and also would, they completely restarted development halfway through like because they yes. scrapped everything and then restarted like two years ago or whatever so yeah mm-hmm.
2: i sense. i um i like Part of me hates that I bought the game because I said I wasn't going to when they announced that it was episodic because I was like, fuck you guys, you money-grubbing whores. I'm not buying your episodic piece of shit. Um, like I, I was classic Alex, just being, a, being an asshole. But also, you know, I had a decently good reason to be an asshole about this, I think um makes sense and i did i did the same thing when they announced overwatch 2 when they were like they were like overwatch 2 and i'm like that's barely a whole game that you're releasing like why would i pay they haven't given a price point but why would i pay 60 dollars for that i i, I kept saying uh, when they announced it I, I will only buy it if it's 40 dollars anymore and i'm not buying it but i'm gonna buy it we all know i am I'm a gamer pushover, just like every other member of the gamer community. <laughs> That's fair. Um, when this whole quarantine, shelter in place, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. thing started, um, a lot of places tried to resist like closing down for a while. Um, GameStop resisted for much longer than they should have. Oh, yeah. mm mm-hmm. um, but the, the places that I first noticed start, started shutting down en masse were movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of movie companies started doing this thing where they were releasing movies straight to digital, um, especially movies that had just come out in theaters. Like movies that came out at the beginning of March, middle of March, end of March even – all went straight to streaming or on demand, really. Um, beginning like the week after all the shelter in place started, mm-hmm. and I've I've watched all of them at this of point. I think can. except for Trolls World Tour, Billy, you can you can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I can. But um, my first question is, what do you guys think of this like idea? Like, it's something that I've. I've always kind of dr- dreamed what happen someday that movies would release directly to on demand for those people that don't want to go to the movies. Don't want that experience, but still want to be able to see new movies. Um, what do you guys think of this idea? Do you think it could carry over after all these restrictions are lifted? Do you think they'll still be doing stuff like this? Um, and what are your feelings on it?
1: I like this. So (sighs) Tiffany? I, as somebody who, like Billy, is not a movie person (laughs) and who does not like to go to movie theaters because I find the whole experience really obnoxious, especially like modern day going to movies. I love the idea of being able to watch new movies at home. But I feel kind of awful about movie theaters. Like they would lose a ton of money. Tons of them would close. Like jobs would be lost. Like there's no way that, that mo- people would go to the movies in the same way they would go if stuff was available at home. Because you're already paying for a streaming service. Why would you pay to go see something else? I don't know. It's a weird, a weird thing
0: most of the movies that have been released um to my knowledge at least you still have to buy or rent them correct or cuz yep. no onward o- was
1: on disney plus that's the so only
0: the- one i can think of
2: yeah onward is the only one that wasn't uh didn't go straight to oh, okay well onward actually so went straight oh, to yeah. rent yeah. slash yeah. rent slash buy and then A week later or two weeks later, it went to Disney+. Mm Plus. So it did have a short period of time where it was just on the the rental sites. Um, But like, so a list of movies that I can think of off the top of my head were um, Emma, Onward, The Invisible Man, Bloodshot, The Hunt, Trolls World Tour. Um, Those were like the first, Trolls World Tour was at the end, but those five that I listed were the first batch that... They went up on – I know AMC had their own rental service for it. Um, Amazon Prime did. Um, A couple other websites had – you could go in and you could rent it, and the rental prices were like $20 to rent a movie. So I know the price Mm. points were a big issue with people, um, but – See, I didn't Personally, know
0: that. Personally, I, I understand it. I I understand why it would be so large. I mean, in theory, if it's not during a quarantine process, uh, mm-hmm. and people can get together and you can rent the newest movie, then in theory, the the the, um, the movie companies would be losing a lot of extra money because a ticket is it what between eight to fifteen dollars? Eight yeah. being like a matinee on a weekend, and fifteen is it even more than that? I I don't go to the movies that often, unfortunately. <laughs> um, So they they are incredibly expensive, and I while I agree that they will like the theaters and whatnot will be losing money. I I know that I like I agree with your points uh, wholeheartedly, Tiffany. Like doing this will impact the theaters. Yeah. Um. And there is something to be said about going and sitting in a room with a hundred foot screen in front of you, Mm -hmm. and that's where your your viewing experience is. Um. That's completely you know you cannot capture that at home. Um. On the other hand. I agree. I love the idea of just the ease of being able mm-hmm. to, uh, what do you feel like doing tonight? Oh, I don't know. Let's just sit on the couch in our pajamas. We don't have to worry about going out. We don't have to worry about a meal. We don't have to worry about getting $30 worth of popcorn. Um, <laughs> we can just rent the $20 movie and we'll be good. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the another issue that I could see with this is um, the concept of ownership that we currently have uh, and mm-hmm. renting something for $20. Like, Ripping up a $20 bill and just throwing it away for something you only have for like three hours maybe Mm -hmm. is a hard concept to get around. But I do feel that uh, if we started this now in like five to ten years, it would be incredibly normal. And most people would probably have settled on maybe a cheaper price, maybe 15 bucks or I don't know. But it would be a lot more commonplace and a lot easier for people to swallow. So if this is what it takes to get us there, I guess I'm fine with that.
1: See, yep. I didn't realize that there were services that you could rent. I'm just thinking of Amazon, because I, I, and I totally forgot that Onward came out for rent before it came out on Disney+. Plus. But like, I just, I don't know, as, as a TV person, like video person, I just feel like it's just so weird, like... I come back to all of the streaming platforms. Like we wanted all our a la carte stuff and like we got it. Now we're paying for all of the streaming services and now we're going to pay to rent movies in our home. Like it's just weird. It's like, what's the limit? I don't know. Just, it's a weird concept.
0: I, I do think what's interesting about this though, is then you have somebody on the other hand, like Billy, who has gone out of his way and said that he only goes to like eight movies a year and he's already seen eight this year. So it's for someone like him, it's clearly, um, working is is that what you've been doing billy or have you just been watching like netflix uh
3: yes but um it's it's also got to do with just the fact that i have more time on my hands my commute like on on a weekday my commute totals four to six hours so um yeah it's like two to three hours one way Ouch! oh my god right so um so i i'm i'm getting back six hours a day roughly And, uh, so that means I've, I need something to fill that time and movies are sometimes that thing.
0: Makes sense. Wow. Alex, have you been partaking with this, this service?
2: So I, I haven't because literally all the movies that they've released this way with, except for Trolls World Tour, which I just have no interest in seeing, I saw in theaters right before they closed all the theaters. <laughs> so...
0: And have, have, have they just released no other new movies?
2: Uh, Yeah, they so pretty much everything that was supposed to come out in April, so the, the end of March, all of April, and all of... or most of May has pushed back. Just they, you okay, they all, So
0: they're still trying oh, to so, get them into theaters at some point. Yeah,
2: they're trying to get them into theaters. Um... I think a lot of the, uh, according to the internet, which should be taken with a grain of salt, a lot of the release dates release dates were pushed back because they wanted to be able to get China numbers because China is where you know all the box office is really made, and with everything that's going on in China, that's what they were really worried about. Weird. Um, So. i i don't think yeah i don't think i've rented anything because there's been nothing for me to rent um but i would i would see i'm with dwight on the like i i remember our friend of the podcast kyle who was on last year's movie draft
0: we'll get you on a wrap um, up at some point kyle we
2: were we were talking about this new concept and he was irate about the prices and i was trying to like talk to him i was like listen like twenty dollars to rent a movie is to in my opinion saving you money because yeah. you're gonna watch it with your fiance soon-to-be wife maddie and that's two tickets for you guys would be more than twenty dollars
0: mm-hmm. absolutely yeah yep
2: so I'm, I'm like this this model is really geared towards couples families like onward renting onward I think my sister rented onward before it went to Disney plus and they watched it and that that's my sister her husband her three kids like that pays for itself over like three times over or mm-hmm. something so like it it it's Yeah, it's not geared towards the individual, but I don't think movie-watching experiences have ever really been geared towards the individual. It's always been about coming together and, like, experiencing the art form together and then talking about it afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always enjoyed going to see a movie with Dwight and Tiffany, not because I like their company, but because I like talking
1: to them about the... (laughs) Wait.
0: What? <laughs> Alex isn't like Excuse is, me? is laughing at my disapproving head shakes. Excuse
1: I'm, me. I'm making a joke.
2: I know. I'm 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 just saying like like part of the reason of going out to the movies to me is being able to talk about it afterwards with mm. somebody. And that doesn't always mean that I go to the movies with somebody. Sometimes I see a movie alone and then I have to wait for somebody else to see it so I could talk to them. But usually I try to make it a social event where I go get, you know, tips and tenders with Dwight and Tiffany and then we go see Wonder Woman or whatever we saw, Kong Skull Island. Sorry, KSI, TN. Jesus
0: fucking Christ. Um,
2: and, and then, like, afterwards we talk about it. That's kind of, like, where this podcast was born to a certain degree. Um, was, like, us wanting to be able to talk about, like, video games and movies and TV shows and be, have an outlet to talk about it, but also an excuse to see each other. Um, so like that's what it's all about. So being able to be like, Hey, come over, I'm going to rent the hunt tonight and we're going to watch it. So like you guys drive over and we just hang out and watch a movie like that to me, like constitutes the slightly higher price. Mm -hmm. And the convenience of it just makes it so great. And being able to watch cheesy movies like Bloodshot, which is fucking like garbage, being able to watch that in the comfort of my own home and like heckle the screen.
1: Yes. Right.
0: Like you can be as loud as you want. You can pause the movie. You can get up and go to the bathroom without worrying about missing anything like that. That I see is is a big plus for this.
2: Yeah, like, I think there are so many, I, I think people, um, like, in this day and age are always so quick to look at the negatives
4: mm-hmm.
2: of any situation before looking at the positives, and the negatives will bring you down, and then it takes so many more positives to, like, outweigh that, mm-hmm. and listen, this is coming from the most negative person, <laughs> like, in the history of time, but, like, I think the positives way outweigh the negatives in this situation. And I really hope that go that like they can work out a model going forward. And I'm sure that they will, if they go forward with this, like AMC already has their own rental, like things set up. So they'll probably set up some sort of like, like they have with AMC a list they'll set up some sort of, like a subscriber service where you can only subscribe to rent movies. And it'll be like, you pay $50 a month and you can rent three movies. And that's, that's like, like that's like their thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a list is you pay 30, uh, $25 a month and you can see three movies a week. So like they could come up with some sort of system to keep uh, people like, um, giving them money, um, <laughs> patronizing them, uh, <laughs> keeping their patronage, um, while rewarding them. Because I, I also think, uh, man, I'm all over the place right now.
0: No, it's I hard also to think, focus a thought on this, I think.
2: I also think that th- there, even for someone like me that loves going to the movies or, or loves seeing movies and would fully take advantage of this, I would still there are still movies I would want to see on the big screen Yep. there are still movies that need to be seen on the big screen so I think movies like your big blockbusters Mm -hmm. like Avengers Endgame or like anything Chris Nolan shoots like (laughs) these sorts of movies need to be seen on a big screen in a wide format like with fucking Dolby shaking behind (laughs) you um
0: I, I do think so, they can both coexist. I, I, I fully th- believe that if if this it becomes the norm, then the theater going experience for the most part will not diminish or die. Because I think that not only are you going to be tapping into a new market, because if you start renting, you're probably going to get people who would never even go see the movie to begin with. So that's Me. a whole additional stream of revenue. And why are we talking about fucking revenue? Um, but yeah,
2: like agoraphobics. There we go.
1: I have. I a, mean Tiffany. I. I <laughs> I, it's not that I don't like going – well, I don't like going out in spaces. I have, like, weird <laughs> – I have, like, weird, like, social anxiety. I don't like being around people. And I get, like, really overstimulated. So, like, as soon as that one person is talking, that's all I can hear over everything or that one person who's, like, on their phone and that light. Like, it, it. all it takes is, like, one little distraction for me to just be pulled completely out of an experience, which doesn't happen at home. But that my pin was – what about – I saw uh, an article last week about how AMC is basically, like, hemorrhaging money, much like everything else mm-hmm. that's happening right now. And yep. they're saying they might not come out of whatever this quarantine bullshit. They might not survive it. So, so what what happens I, then?
2: So, I mean, if if they actually go bankrupt, which they haven't said – They've only said that they're looking into filing mm-hmm. for bankruptcy, yeah, which yeah. doesn't mean that they yeah. are, um, like, liquidating assets. Mm-hmm. That means that if you're, if there's, in terms of legal jargon, which I'm not a lawyer. Are we a legal uh, so podcast like, now? I I anal, which is which is a web which is a Reddit thing for I am not a lawyer. <laughs> um, apparently, filing for bankruptcy, Chapter. 7 versus 11 question mark
0: I think 11 is personal and 7 is like a company or
2: well uh, there were there were two different ways to file for bankruptcy for companies one means we're not uh, we're not getting revenue right now and we're looking to basically like refinance our yeah, mortgage yeah. on the company um and the other one is we're going out of business liquidate all assets yep. Yep. and they haven't said anything, but most people are speculating that it's the former, not the latter, mm-hmm. that they are trying to stem the bleeding because they are looking for a way to reopen. Yeah, yeah. And, and could, that, is in that in that case, usually doesn't not absolutely well,
0: in that case usually aren't they typically bought by either a third company or somebody else will come in and like. Either yeah. it'll be under new management, so you might get, like, a name change. But in that case, they, they're, they're keeping their projectors. They're keeping their employees, mm-hmm. that type yeah. of stuff, as opposed to what happened. Like, that is what I believe happened with uh, Toys R Us the first time around, is mm-hmm. a, a, there's this, these companies that buy – like, they'll probably go out of business again in, like, five years. But there's these companies that go around buying um, on the verge of bankrupt companies uh, wholesale, and more or less they use them to just keep them afloat and, like uh, – move money around it's really weird stuff and once again i'm not a lawyer so i don't know what i'm saying it's super accurate but um
1: (laughs) we need a disclaimer at the
0: beginning yeah we do at this one we really really do but so then as opposed to when toys r us went bankrupt again a couple years later and it was the entire company's gone everything's being sold type of deal
2: yeah
1: i don't know just something i had read and i was like what would happen if movie theaters didn't come back like i
2: don't know I find it hard to believe that there's a world where no movie theaters are coming back. Um, I could see giant chains. I think, honestly, the bigger the chain, the harder it's going to be for them to come back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: The Um, only way movie theaters do not exist is if Hollywood itself goes under. Like, if there's no movie, if movies are still being made, there's going to have to be a way to view them. Um, Right. Or, like, they will have to have some sort of distribution. So. Odds are there will either be a new era of like different types of movie theaters or different like brands of movie theaters or we are just going to shift more into, um, you know, the small indie house mm-hmm. stuff for like your specialized theaters, your local stuff. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, like, you know, the way things used to be where you didn't have these big multiplexes. It yeah. would be like there's one movie that shows every week yeah. or whatever. There's,
2: there's one theater with one screen and you can only watch this one movie.
0: That they just play on a loop. That's how <laughs> yep. that works, right? They just put the reels yep. and the reels just keep on spinning.
2: yep because yeah. there are still real projectors
0: uh, there are in the world, but you're right. I mean, they're obviously not being most
2: videos. most theaters are all digital at this point, which makes me sad
0: because of James Cameron, it's all his fault.
2: fucking James Cameron. James Cameron does what James Cameron does because <laughs> James Cameron is James Cameron.
0: So, um, Billy, of, of all the movies that you've watched while uh, in quarantine, which one has been your favorite and what have you enjoyed about them?
3: Uh, so, the the most recent one that I watched was uh, Jojo Rabbit. <gasps> um, and uh, it, it's been the one that uh, I've liked the most. And it came as a big surprise to me. So, uh, honestly, I hadn't heard of it before you know uh, award season mm-hmm. and even as award season came i was just like why do i want to watch this movie <laughs> about nazis and children and then i heard the director that was attached to it and i'm not gonna yeah. even try to say his name because i can't taika
1: waititi um,
3: thank you uh,
1: and
3: and i was just like this this doesn't make any sense like i so i became intrigued but uh I like. I wasn't gonna find time. I wasn't gonna like carve out time to go see this movie, and then I, I got the chance to watch it. I did, and it was it was really really good. <laughs> and uh, it's it's. I think it's my favorite movie of the year so far for me.
1: That's really good. Yeah. I don't remember. We haven't definitely haven't talked about. <laughs> Can we just do a year recap? A seven month <laughs> well, recap? A life recap?
4: <laughs> uh, so, yeah.
2: um, last yeah. night. Weird aside, last night Billy, Brian, and I decided to have a video chat because we were just like, we haven't seen each other in a while. Let's like video chat, and we were talking about how tonight we're recording a, a podcast, and Brian was like, "You should talk about every movie you've seen since the last uh, last <laughs> time you recorded."
0: That has to be at least in the fifties, like, and, it's and be I was so like,
2: many. and I was like, I wonder how many that is. And he was like, Well, when was the last time you recorded an episode? And I thought it was May of last year, but it was November of last year. So so that. September. that September. Ne- That lowers the numbers down pretty significantly to.
0: September. So six months, uh, right? So. Uh,
2: I think that makes. I think it's like 30 movies. I think and it's not a big number. And I. And, he, and he. It's more movies he goes, than I see in like goes, five years. He goes, what you guys should do is you guys should do a rapid fire round where you take 60 seconds to talk about each movie. And I go, that would be 30 minutes. And he goes, oh, well, then just do 30 seconds. And I go, that's still 15 minutes. And he goes, well, do you think you could do it in 10 seconds? And I go, maybe.
0: So do you have a list of them? Do you want to do that? Is that what you're
1: saying?
2: Um, Let me just find the cutoff.
1: Are you looking at something on your computer? Ferrari.
2: Okay, you, I could do this.
1: You look like you're rain manning it where it's just like in your head and you're just you're just doing all of these calculations in your mind, like what movies you've seen, but I know you're looking at a list. Do you want to do I it? I think I think I can do this. Okay, it would, oh. uh... all right, okay so somebody's gonna, gonna, I'm gonna have gonna to ti- have a, I'm gonna, a timer.
0: I'm gonna time you, and after each ten second interval, I'm just gonna yell out next. And okay. you're gonna have to start talking about the next one. All right. <laughs> I think that's fair. Are we ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, four three two go
2: uh the hunt is about uh it's a weird political thing that was kind of on the nose but kind of funny at the same time and it was like "Ooh, what if the democrats are the bad people uh bloodshot is vin diesel and it's terrible it's terrible 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 but it's awesome and terrible and terrible it
0: was based on a comic right
2: next Uh, The Invisible Man was amazing. The trailer made it look so cheesy and bad, but it was amazing. Go see it, please. It's amazing. (laughs) Yes, sir. Next. Oh, God. Onward. Onward was really surprising because Pixar's really lost me recently, and um, I loved it. I thought it was amazing, and I loved it. Emma was kind of a letdown. I wanted it to be funnier than it was. It wasn't as quirky and funny as I really expected it to be, and it really made me sad. Next. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was surprisingly okay. I thought it was going to be a shit show, but it was like uh, fine-ish. Jim Carrey really got me down though. Uh, Birds of Prey was actually surprisingly good. Um, I really liked parts of it and thought that it was funny and next sentimental. Uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Holy fucking shit. I don't even know how to talk about this movie without losing my goddamn mind. Next, uh, Bombshell was fine. It was about an interesting subject, and I thought John Lithgow was the best part of the movie. But overall, it was just next. Kinda like Little Women was amazing. Oh my God! Every single actress in this movie was perfect. Um, Laura Dern, Saoirse Ronan, uh, that other girl. Next, <laughs> Jumanji: The Next Level was surprisingly good. I I the first one surprised me when it came out and this one I was expecting even less and Next. I, like it was good. The gentleman. I love Guy Ritchie. I love Matthew McConaughey. This movie was perfect like quintessential Guy Ritchie and really worked for me. Next. I, oh god, 1917 was kind of overrated. I don't like that word, but I'm going to use it because I'm on a oh, time crunch. Fuck. Um it was fine. Next. <laughs> Rich, uh, Richard Jewell, oh my god, I saw this movie I love Sam Rockwell, that's why I saw this movie It's based on a true story And that's pretty much all it has going Next. for it. it Noel Christmas movie, I only watched it Because I love Anna Kendrick And it was kind of fine But it's not very good and forgettable And just watch out Next, Frozen 2 um, I thought the story was actually better than the first Frozen But the music was worse So it ended up being a worse movie Next uh, 21 Bridges was a movie And it was Things happened It felt like it should have starred Liam Neeson But Next. it starred Chadwick Boseman um, Zombieland Double Tap was also a movie And it existed I've already forgotten that I saw this movie Man has it really only been Next. five months the Irishman was terrible. Holy shit. Okay, it wasn't actually that terrible, but holy shit. I can't understand why people love this movie so much. It's three next. of the most boring. Uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie. <laughs> fuck. Um, fuck this thing. Like, the, the sketches are good, but. Uh, like, overall, that was next next, eh. next.
0: next. 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 Oh,
2: Jojo Rabbit. This movie's amazing. This movie. Stephen Merchant is so fucking funny. And Scarlett Johansson, uh, *Knives Out*. Uh, I think this is the last one. *Knives Out* is amazing, and I loved it. I love *Who Done It*. I love Ryan Johnson, even though he Next. made. Next. Uh, that's it.
0: We we watched uh, *Knives Out*. Um, that was one of our quarantine movies that we've 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 picked out. So, um, Tiffany, I know you didn't super I like it.
1: I didn't love it. I I think doing so many murder mysteries and seeing so many murder mysteries, like in theater has totally ruined any type of murder mystery for me because it like, it was fine. And then like at the end, the script just read like a bad murder mystery, like, and then this one did this and then did this thing. And oh it just, I, and I couldn't get past, um, Daniel Craig's terrible accent. It took me completely out of it. And I was like, this is, Fucking stupid. The only thing that kept me in that movie is that Chris Evans is so unbelievably beautiful.
2: I. It's funny because everything you said about what you didn't like about the movie is what I liked about the movie. I know. And I like. I feel the exact opposite of you.
1: I know. <laughs> um. I, I just there was something about it. Something about knowing who done it at the beginning. Spoilers. Well, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. Like, you know, like, five minutes into the movie. But, like, and then you go through the thing, and then it ends up not being really that. And I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, obviously. It just, it felt telegraphed, but not telegraphed. I don't know. It was beautifully shot, though. So, like, I'll give it that. It was gorgeous to watch. But I didn't love it. At the end, I go, eh, that was fine.
2: I, I felt like the reason I liked it is because it felt like a... Uh, I don't think reduction is the word, but it felt like a, like, a way of looking at whodunits and going, okay, you think you know how whodunits work? Well, let's not make a traditional whodunit, and let's. So most of the movie wasn't, let's try to figure out who did it. It was let's watch this woman squirm for thinking mm-hmm. that she murdered a dude, and tr- watch her try to cover it up. And I thought that that was an interesting way of telling a whodunit story by going, okay, this person did it, and they're gonna work with the police to try to solve it. So how are they going to handle this situation?
0: I think and we call I that a like deconstruction.
2: Deconstruction. Thank you. i reduction. What is that like a cooking term? It, it's yeah. when you like yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> reduce like stuff to you know simmering or whatever
2: um so like i really liked it from that point of view i lo- i thought all the actors were really good in it anna de Armas as the lead i might have butchered her name i don't know she- i re- i thought she was great um i i loved daniel craig's over the top cheesy accent i thought it was perfection and i could have listened to him talk for four straight hours <laughs> about nothing or Ugh. donut holes i don't know um i I, like i really felt like the whole cast was just perfect
0: i i absolutely adored it i thought it was a a really really cute little movie and a really fun take on the genre is what what i thought about it right so alex that took you a total of three minutes and 40 seconds so you can divide that by 10 to figure out how many (laughs) movies you saw
2: that's a number of movies. It is. They're, it is. Yeah.
0: Billy, were there any of those that you saw or enjoyed, or besides Jojo Rabbit, which we know you love?
3: Uh, so, uh, it just happened in such quick succession. <laughs> yes. I, I can't even think. And about... then I didn't
0: even give us time to think, really.
3: Right. Um, I haven't seen Knives Out. That's on my list of things that I want to see, uh, coming up. Um, I know. I saw you had a reaction when I talked
2: about Little Women
3: i loved it that was that was a great one yeah
2: um i know that you saw bloodshot i did see bloodshot um
3: so uh <laughs> is that based on the a, valiant
0: comic am i making yes, that up yes, okay yes it's
3: yeah. based on a valiant comic it was it was fine for you know what it is which is a super cheesy superhero movie that's not marvel and um i thought it was okay um My partner is a huge uh Vin Diesel fan. Is that is that who was in that one? I can't remember. Yes, yes. Yes, (laughs) Yeah, she's she's a huge Vin Diesel fan, so um she loved it from here to the moon. Um, but I thought it was it was fine.
0: Does she like the Tooth Fairy?
3: I honestly I don't know that she's seen that one. She might not know it exists. Oh, so, don't yeah, don't she, let her
2: listen to this episode. <laughs> there's
3: there's a there's like a, a hierarchy to the people that she likes. And at the top of the hierarchy is Nick Cage. But like right under Nick Cage is Vin Diesel. Wow.
1: I feel like I learned yeah. something today. Huh.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to process that information. I, I agree with, oh. that, like, with the, huh. I,
2: I would also like to say, um, and I don't know how to tell you this. The Tooth Fairy isn't Vin Diesel. Who is, is
3: it? Is that The Rock? Oh,
2: I'm thinking it's of The Pacifier. The I'm thinking of The Pacifier. You're thinking The Pacifier. Sorry.
3: We, we, we have right. seen The Pacifier, yeah. There we I go. Was,
2: I was like, I think you're thinking of your law, wrong, roided-up dude.
3: <laughs> my B. Yeah. Sorry.
1: My, I like The rock B.
2: <laughs> I love The Rock, man. I, I watched... Oh, man. I This didn't make the list because it came out outside of the window, but... Ooh. I watched uh, Hobbs and Shaw like a oh, week God. ago.
4: Yeah. Was why? Still
2: to see that. Um, because I was bored <laughs> and I was trapped in my home and it was on HBO. So, oh, God.
3: yeah, if you want to ask questions about why, I should tell you my <laughs> list because there's things on it like Nightmare Shark. Whoa, What's Nightmare what Shark? What is
1: that? That
0: sounds awesome.
3: What's nightmare? For? I so, so if you were to tell me that you would pay me money, actual money, to give you a synopsis of this movie, I couldn't. It was so confusing and poorly put together. Apparently, there's this shark that's in People's Nightmares, <gasps> Freddy Krueger style, trying shark. to eat them. Yeah. <gasps> and, that sounds awesome. What? Yeah, no, yeah. So there's a shark. It's in People's Nightmares. There's like this group of Like, young 20-ish adults that are going to therapy because they have these recurring nightmares about this shark trying to eat them. But then you find out that the therapist who has them in a special, like, cabin to shelter them from the world while they get help is actually someone who is praying to the shark god. (laughs) And he's trying to make the shark god reborn by killing these people in their sleep.
2: Okay, uh, like on paper, that sounds very H.P. Lovecraftian. Sounds amazing. Like, that sounds very Lovecraftian. Yeah, it's very elder paper.
0: god, old god, like trying to bring yeah, someone in through sacrifices. But sacrifice. it
2: also sounds like shitty sci-fi channel movie. Yeah, it, so it was not good. Um, can you tell me about Extinction Predator X? Me. Yeah. You I, I sure it, as what is that? watched it what like that. A month yeah. before you watched Nightmare Shark.
3: Yeah. Um. <laughs> honestly, I can't remember that one. So we had a string of watching really, really bad uh, movies. And I'm talking like really <laughs> bad movies. Like, uh, so. It's on also, letter- known
2: as, also known as Jurassic Predator or Alligator X.
3: Oh, it's that one! Oh, oh silly me! Yeah. Of course,
0: it's that one. <laughs> Duh!
3: Right, yeah. So there's there's a an alligator, aller, an alligator alligator mutant in the I think it's the swamps of Louisiana that we are that are hunting. Yeah, that are hunting people, and this this one really badass woman has to uh, like protect herself. She's like. She inherited some land that her father owned, but this other guy's trying to claim it. So this other guy's trying to use this mutant alligator to eat her, but instead it's eating everyone else. I love it. Okay, that sounds like a quality film. It does. Uh,
0: Tiffany and I watched a very quality film that sounds like it's along the the lines of these. It it was called Pastor. Oh, it was so
1: good. I want to see that.
0: Oh, oh, so good. Awesome, Billy. It was so
1: Oh, you'll I- love it. I think that they
0: knew what they were doing. Like they knew that they were uh-huh. making a shitty B movie with it. Tiffany, do you want to explain Velocipastor? Okay.
1: So, Velocipaster is a movie in which <laughs> this this guy who's a who's a pastor, he gets attacked by something, he, and he, he had, goes on
0: a mission trip to like a, so, a south, yeah, 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 like a Some, South African somewhere continent or country, and, and gets attacked. He gets
1: attacked, and then he then gains the ability to turn into a Velociraptor. Makes <laughs> and sense so far. That's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> and it's it's shot. It looks like a film school movie, so it looks like like college kids are shooting it. It's not. Like, it's actually pretty well acted, but, like, the sets are just someone's bedroom and, like, the woods. And at one point, there are ninjas. There's, like, some, like, something...
0: It's like every cliched, like you know, the ninja, and then my brother who wants to take over the family business of being a pastor, um, and you know he's attacking his his brother, and uh, that the church is involved with the ninja. the church has hired these ninjas, and they want them to go and kill the Velosa pastor because the Velosa pastor is like fallen from God or something like that, and. There's this girl that he meets who I think she's a stripper or something. Oh, she and was a prostitute, there's and, there's he, a prostitute she, and he, he, he saves, saves her.
1: She he saves her. <laughs>
0: by like g- you do. Killing
1: people as it, a velociraptor.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some, uh, <laughs> there's some special effects. And I use the word special, special. in the loosest term possible. Uh, <laughs> velociraptor. Sounds pastor. like he's,
2: he's less of a velociraptor and more of a
1: philosopher
2: pastor
0: yes
1: it was great you got it it was brilliant it was so funny it was where did we watch that on oh
0: it was on hulu or i think it was on amazon prime
2: Yeah, I it think was, it's on Amazon Prime. It was That's great. That's where we saw it. Worth a watch, because like, sure.
0: I, I fell down an Amazon Prime rabbit hole of like just shitty 80s and 70s horror, because there's a lot of them. Yep. I watched this one. I think I might have already talked about it on here, about a guy who um, gets an industrial strength microwave. And he starts killing people and cooking them in the microwave. Um, I don't recall this it, it, because he wanted to, um, and he because his wife has ter- cooks terribly, and he ends up killing her and cooking her, and so he becomes addicted to killing and cooking people in his microwave. And I think it's huh. called the microwave. Like it was like the, the worst <laughs> movie ever. And I was just like looking for other shitty schlock stuff like that. And so we fell down that rabbit hole. Uh, well, that was a different huh. time. But still. I hear you. I hear you.
1: Philosopaster huh. though. That's great.
0: We also need to get together and watch Guardians.
1: Guardians.
2: Yes. That was originally what this episode was supposed to be, like when it was originally envisioned, it was going to be the four of us get together, watch Guardians and record an episode about it. Yes.
0: But there's so many more movies we need to watch. We still have Society that we need to watch, which has like kind of taken off in pop culture. I've noticed oh, more weird. things about it lately. And yeah. I don't know if it's just cuz like the red car syndrome or whatever like i'm i'm aware of it so i'm seeing it more anyways i think
2: it's the the bader Meinhoff or there's a term effects. for it or whatever
0: there, uh, there definitely is a word for it
1: that's weird i hate when that happens
0: yeah it's obnoxious but anyways um yeah so tiffany are you ready yeah. to talk about animal crossing yeah i'm ready now? to talk about animal crossing Okay, so we're gonna no, you're not
2: supposed to you're not supposed to just say animal crossing you're supposed to say so tiffany what have you been up to this quarantine? Well, uh, I was
0: thinking we can just like move this section into the earlier section in the editing, so that way it sounds like this.
2: No, flow- no, no. I want it to
0: you all, want the I full want fight? You be... want the full? It
1: wasn't a fight. It was just me being like, "There was I'm... no fight." No, I just got bored and I got. Yeah. And then it's like, it's like when you're. Uh, doing, like, something like a physical activity and, like, you warm up and you get all loose and then you stop doing that and then someone's like, oh, hey, you want to run five more miles? And I'm like, no, I fucking cooled down already. So, it's like, I have to, like, get back into that. I was all warmed up and loose and lubed up and ready to go and then I dried up.
0: That seems inappropriate. Okay,
2: uh, please don't phrase it like that.
0: (laughs) So, um, we've talked about movies a lot on this podcast. (laughs) Tiffany, is there any other medium <laughs> that you would like to discuss that you've been doing while in a quarantine. Guys, Was that a good yes, enough transition, Alex? It involves lube and wetness guys, and, and and terraforming. And... Guys,
1: I'm so wet for Animal Crossing. <laughs> and trash pandas.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of trash pandas. Uh, there's at least three.
1: <laughs> Animal Crossing came out. Animal Crossing New Horizons came out and it is a game. Now, And it is my life.
0: You are. Almost, not almost didn't get it, but there oh, was can a I, whole can series I t- of events leading up to this game yes. coming out where you were in a mild panic mode. Okay, Would you c- like to recount can those? I, can those I close? tell this
1: story? Okay. So, I Animal Crossing is my favorite game ever, period. Hard stop forever. Um, I, those of you who listen to the podcast, know that I'm not really into video games. I'm a really casual gamer. I play puzzle games on my phone. Um, I'm not really somebody who's going to sink... 80 hours into a game, um, but Animal Crossing is that game for me. So I have been waiting for this game for what a year? When did they announce it?
0: Uh, they announced it at last E3. Yes, so okay. it's been about almost a year. So it was supposed to come out last year? Maybe it was, it was supposed
1: ago. to come out in before Christmas last year, and then I got pushed back to March. So I've been waiting for this game. Literally, all I think about is Animal Crossing. So I pre-order it at Christmas time um i'm so excited where'd you pre-order it? at gamestop um so pre-ordered at gamestop and then um and then the world started going well so so we ended up going to pax east that's a whole other thing we can talk about at another time but um so we went to pax east got to play the game and it was great billy was there um so like my hype was just like my hype was there it was it was building so as we're getting closer to this game coming out Uh, is when the world started to implode on itself and um, things started to close and work started to get, you know, working from home started to become a thing. So I was kind of like, oh, I really hope GameStop is going to stay open. Like I need to get Animal Crossing like because I pre-ordered a physical copy of it. So we get to uh, the day before it's supposed to get released and I'm on Facebook and I get a notification that the mall is closing. The mall, not GameStop itself, but uh, Simon Malls was like, we're closing all of our malls across the country. And it was like mid-afternoon, and I was like, Dwight, I got to go. I got to go get in. I got to go get my – I got to figure out what the fuck is happening. I got to go get in my car, drive to the mall, which is like 10 minutes away. And I run into the GameStop, and I'm like "Uh – there's like one other person in the store and I'm like the mall's closing. I need my game animal crossing. I pre-ordered it. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? They had not been told the mall was closing. Nothing was like, they had no idea what was going on. They were just like, this woman is in the store, like ranting about animal crossing because she can't get it because the mall is closing. And I looked like a crazy person. So what I ended up doing was canceling my pre-order, buying Nintendo money, (laughs) And then pre-ordering the digital copy. And it was a saga. And then the mall closed, so I wouldn't have been able to get my game. Ever. Like, I don't know what I would have done if I didn't go to the mall that day. So that's my story about how we got Animal Crossing and looked like a lunatic.
0: But is that the game, good? but the game, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> but the game came out. You were able to download it the day of, and you started your town. What's the name of your town? What are you doing? It's my How island. are you enjoying it? Sorry, it's an island. New Horizons I, uh, is islands. I'm an islands. old school gamer with, with Animal Crossing. It's hold, always hold town. To uh, make. Everyone
2: has islands. For, for for those of us who don't know what Animal Crossing oh. is. And for the Judds out there that don't like when we don't describe things. Sorry. Which I think we've done several times on this episode.
1: (laughs) Sorry.
0: We're getting back. We're knocking the rust off. We're kicking the rust off. We're getting better. um,
1: So Animal Crossing is a game. It is a simulation game uh, in which you are a villager. That's what they call it, which is weird because it's not a village. But you're a villager. You are a human. Um, It's a cute little human. And you live amongst anthropomorphic animals Um, on an island in this game, and then previously it's a town. But basically you're doing simulation life type stuff. You are picking weeds, you are shaking trees, and and gathering fruit and bugs and fish, and selling them to the... Well, it's not Tom Nook in this game, but um, you're selling them to make bells, which is the in-game currency. You are upgrading your home. You are basically taking care of the land, and it sounds really boring when you say it like that. But it's adorable. It's just like adorable themed. Everything is just so cute and whimsical and magical, and it's just so relaxing. I don't know if that kind of sums up. No, I think I think Animal it does. Crossing. And
0: and one of the the biggest gameplay mechanics of Animal Crossing is that um one hour in real time is one hour in game time, mm. so the game progresses yeah. naturally. So. Will pay bells for a hammock. I have a hammock if you oh, want have one. Oh, I a hammock. We yeah, Billy. We got hammocks. We got we got hammocks Billy up the ass. Billy is sending ass us and and messages. We, we, got Zoom. we got you. We got to covered, buddy. You have
2: hammocks in your ass. Yeah. Multiple.
0: Mm, yeah. Maybe.
2: <laughs> what um, have you been practicing during quarantine? <laughs>
0: playing Animal Crossing. So Whoa. um, so that so the the fact that it it's a one to one for real time yeah. is a at least when the games first came out is it was a big draw because like it's meant to simulate like a really laid back, relaxed lifestyle. And so if you want to build something in your town, you might have to wait, you know, a day, two days in, mm-hmm. in real time in order for something. This is like the original Farmville. Yeah, like yeah. Um, y- if you want something, you have, you're gonna have to wait for it. And that makes it all the more sweeter once it actually arrives. And so there are times where, you know, I have been undergoing a construction project in my town which involves moving all of my animal houses Uh, there's 10 of them. And so that took me, you know, I think seven days because most of them weren't where I wanted them to be. And so you're moving one a day and it's just a really long and complex process. You
1: should also note, so in this game, so every game that's come out, they've added kind of some different things or taken away different gameplay things. Like in, in one game, you're just living in the town amongst all of the other people and kind of doing stuff. And then in another game, you're the mayor. So you are... Um, they added the ability to add things like um, not bridges, but well, actually, were there bridges? Yeah, yeah You it was could like build. Community projects. You could do community projects and things like that. And so now in this game, um, you're not the mayor. You're the residents. I don't know. I think it's representative. Like resident, resident advisor. I think, it's Something. Called. I think. I think slumlord is the correct <laughs> term. No, because you're not involved in the government at all. You're just kind of like a. You're like the RA of the the island. Yeah. I, um, I would say
2: slumlord, landlord,
1: kind of. No, you're not because
0: no, you're not. No, definitely not. not Tom Nook this, is the landlord. Yeah,
1: Tom Nook is not.
2: No, Tom Tom Nook is the like the mafia boss. You're his like uh, consigliere.
0: You're a, you're a sure. you're a made man.
1: Um <laughs> But in this game, they added the ability for you to uh, terraform your island. So in previous games, you mm-hmm. got your island; it was randomly gener- generated. Animals moved in. You like. You didn't have much say over where things were. And then now you literally get to pick where everything goes. And you have the ability to move those things. You have the ability to uh, change where rivers go and where cliffs are. And um, you can literally move everything. You can move trees. You can move flowers. You can move everything wherever you want. And it just takes so much damn time. But it's so satisfying.
2: <laughs> now, now, I have a question. Yeah. As, as somebody who knows nothing. next to nothing yeah. about this game. I hear a lot of people talking about this game and going, I really need peaches. Do you know where I can get some peaches? <laughs> I really need tulips. Yeah. Hey, I can trade you some tulips. Like, how, what is what is going on? Like, what
3: does this all mean?
0: Billy, what, what were you? You can take this one. What, what was your fruit?
3: Uh, so, yeah, my fruit, what was my fruit? My fruit were apples. Um, so the most basic of fruits. Um, and uh, so there's a, still a bit of randomization mm-hmm. in your island um and there's a number of things that can be uh assigned to you when you generate including your fruit you can get one of six
1: get six fruits, yeah or five
0: five because coconuts don't count
1: right yeah coconuts right. Don't count.
3: so you can get one of, of five fruits you can get one of i think four or five different colored airports and then a number of your stock items you actually can be different colored like uh there's a giant Godzilla statue that you can order and there's like five random Godzilla colors. What
0: color's and, yours? Mine's red.
3: Uh, I don't know. I think it's
0: black. Oh, <laughs> that's cool.
1: Um, and the thing about the fruits is that like whatever fruit is growing on your Island natively. So like mine's oranges, mine those only sell for a hundred bells, but if you trade, so if I, with, you know, via online play, if I go to Billy's Island, I can sell my oranges for 500 bells a piece, so it's it's kind of like this like trade and barter. Like I went to uh, Bonnie's Island today, and I dropped off flowers for Bill. Did you get your flowers by the way? I did. Thank okay, you. Okay, you. you're welcome. Yay.
0: <laughs> That's been one of my favorite things about this game has been the open social factor of it because yep. everyone's kind of you know in quarantine right now. Um, like Billy, I've seen you do this where you'll post a, a thing on Facebook where it's like, uh, "My town's gonna be open for Island. two hours." <laughs> Island, sorry. sorry. I've been playing Animal Crossing bustin- since two thousand one. Uh, it's towns.
1: I'm just busting your <laughs> balls.
0: <laughs> um, but like, so Billy, you'll be like, "My town will be open for two hours. Come on in. Don't come in. Do whatever you want." And I love that aspect of it. I am just so. Um, self-conscious about my island because I'm in the middle of like I'm always doing construction projects on it I don't want to open it up until like I feel like it's almost ready but I love that people like Bonnie did that today as well she opened it up I think yeah. for like an hour I know my sister Gina's done it a couple of times it's a really cool social aspect of the game
1: well they made the multiplayer well not the multiplayer they made the online play so much better because before you could like you had to like it never worked quite right it never felt like it was good and then you could go and you couldn't do anything on anybody else's in anybody else's town. I felt like it it felt so limited. Um, Hmm. And now, and maybe it's just because I, most people weren't playing maybe because um, now that it's on the switch, it just feels so portable and different, but it's like, it's so easy to to just go to other people's islands and do what you need to do and then just, like, fuck off, which is what I did today. I was like, <laughs> buddy, I'm going to buy a bunch of stuff in your town, and here's Flowers or Billy, and bye. And it's, like, kind of – it adds this n- other level to the game. And I, like, I also, like, Dwight, I'm super self-conscious because, like, you see all these things, like, everybody else's islands are beautiful. And, like, I'm on, like, the subreddit, and it's gorgeous, everybody's pictures, and I'm like, my island looks like shit. <laughs> So it gets like really hard.
2: I um I as a as an observer of the Animal Crossing New Horizons phenomenon, I the thing that I found the most most interesting is the social aspect mm-hmm. of it. Like, like you know, my friend Calvin and his fiance girlfriend, whatever, um, Caroline. They both have it for their switches and you know billy and calvin and i will be playing a game and we'll hear caroline like yell to calvin like hey ask billy if he's got peaches on his <laughs> island and like billy will be like no but bonnie does or, or, or like something like that and they'll like there'll be a conversation which will be like oh i can get some peaches from my friend's island if you mm-hmm. can get me a hammock or like <laughs> like, like that really sort wants of a ham- we'll get you like, a hammock man that sort of verbal bartering mm-hmm. system happens in real life, yeah. not even in the game. It yeah. happens in real life. And then they make it happen in the game. And that has been fascinating to me to observe. Like I I'm never I've never played the game. I'm not that interested in the game, but I'm interested about that part of the game. Like the fact that people have to go, man, I really want. To get, oh, I only have white roses. I really want red roses. Like, how can I do that? And somebody will be like, oh, I can get you some flowers that you can plant. And then if you plant them next to this <laughs> flower, and then, then they'll grow. And I'm just like, Hybrids. what the fuck is going on? This is
1: cool. It's so weird, too, because prior to this game, um, I feel like... so the. Two things have happened. One, there's this, like, crazy social phenomenon and everybody's playing it. But then there's also people who are like, what's Animal Crossing? And the fact that Animal Crossing has been in the United States for almost 20 years and people don't know what it is and, like, how big it is, like, now. I I just want to know when that happened because, like, I've been amped up on Animal Crossing for almost as long so i think for 15 years since you we played it in college yeah we
0: figured it out we pinpointed the exact moment that tiffany first played animal (laughs) crossing which was freshman year of college when she visited my dorm
1: yeah and i played it for the whole day yeah but and the that's the only
2: reason she loves you i believe it because
1: but it's but it's so strange because like i've been playing this game for 15 years and it's been in my radar and then city folk and new leaf came out for the ds um and GameCube and Wii but like it's been a game that's been in existence for a while it's a it's a franchise that's been around and the fact that people either don't know what it is or like this is their first Animal Crossing game it like is blowing my mind that people don't know have never heard of it before and I'm like this is this is not new guys Tom Nook has been an asshole for years for
2: for me and like i i like to think that i have my ear to the ground to so to say with the gaming community i tend to i tend to be kind of on the up and up with what's going on i've always known that animal crossing is a thing Mm -hmm. but every time i talk to somebody about it i never understand what it's about (laughs) And I feel like I've only learned with this one Mm -hmm. because it involves people talking about it so damn much because that feels like a a necessary part of the game. It's
1: not though. That's the thing. It's totally uh, not. You do not have to play like that. You do not have to do anything that involves multiplayer or going to anybody's island. You do not. And I think just people being home And how easy the game has made it for you to get online and go to people's islands, I think has made that whole the whole system of of playing animal crossing so different because it was it, you've always had the ability well you haven't always had the ability to go to people's towns but it was just felt so cumbersome
0: I, i'm pretty sure you have um, you have I, but I, it's been 85 di- sure even in the gamecube game you could visit somebody else's town i don't remember how to do it but there was a train and you could get on it and i'm pretty sure you could
1: you could but it wasn't easy
0: no it was a bitch it like was it, difficult you would have to have i think it was like you have to have two memory cards and animal crossing filled up an entire memory card it took 51 mm-hmm. blocks of memory whatever the whatever size a block is um that's how much it, it took on a memory card and you'd have to have two of them and they were not cheap back in the day at least 12 uh, year old dwight didn't think they were cheap i don't know how much they were probably like five bucks but uh, no they were they were like 20 bucks so like that's in and of itself is is an additional thing you had to do. Then you had to have your friend physically come over with their town. You plug both of them into the yeah, GameCube, yeah. and then you would boot up one, get on your train, visit someone else, and but it would take like fifteen minutes to like to, get, to do the entire process. It was a somebody. pain in the ass, and then you couldn't play at the same time.
1: Yeah, so like this ga- the the Switch version of this game has just made it so easy, and like it, it's just it's so cool to see how how it's just blown up like over social media and just within friend groups and just people bartering and selling and trading. And it's so cool.
0: It really has been awesome. Like in the level of customization that you have in this one is so cool to see, like you can put an incline anywhere you want. You can put a bridge anywhere you want. You can change how your rivers go. The only things you really can't change are some rock layouts and like where your river mouths are other than that the island is yours it's so it's almost like overwhelming the amount of stuff that you can do because like you you're just staring at your blank canvas and you're like holy shit i can do anything i want what do i do i don't know how people play games like minecraft where you can literally do anything anything like this is like a weird level of like overwhelming anxiety for me for some of it. And like, you want it to be cool because there is this social aspect of having people come to your town. So you want what you're showing to them to not be just like fucking weeds everywhere. (laughs) Or like I've, I leave every day I hit all my rocks, but i never pick up the shit that comes out of them right away. And I'll just leave it there for the next day. Whatever. I don't care. Like, I don't want people to come over and just see my messy Island. It's such a weird like thought process I go through when I'm playing this game, but I love it to death. It's so much fun. I don't know.
1: But you haven't picked up any of your clothes.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Let's talk about quarantine. In your
1: bed, in your bedroom, on your side of the bed, there. Are... So you're so you're worried about your island, but you're not worried about your own cleanliness.
0: People aren't allowed in my room.
1: I'm allowed in your room. I'm allowed in your room.
0: Ooh, okay, true And Billy, you can come in my room too if you want. Everyone's allowed in my room. That's just.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too
0: my side of the room though okay it's which, is, which is messy so you don't
3: want to come into it
1: anything else about animal crossing oh shit kk sliders here today. i gotta go fucking oh yeah fuck yep damn it uh,
3: so, so one of the things that i've i found very interesting because of the social aspect of how animal crossing is right now is the different ways that people play
4: mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. just
3: hearing how how dwight was describing oh yeah i hit all my rocks and but i don't collect it i wait until the next day maybe Like, so I never hit anything on my island. I always go to a mystery island to get things. I never collect anything on my island. And I'm very anal about how I uh, organize
1: my my backpack. Yep. Same fam.
0: Where are your tools in your backpack? Uh,
3: Top row. Top Top row. row. Bottom row boy right here.
1: No, top row. Top row, row, row. baby.
3: And and I always have a full stack of all the woods, rock,
1: clay.
3: And then what happens is when I collect more, I deposit the full stack and I start creating a new full stack.
1: Oh, I love that. Ooh, I, I like and that. It, that's a good
0: idea. Oh, a big brain it. thoughts there because then you can just craft whatever you need to at that point, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. Ooh, and smart. and
3: so I'm in, I'm in the same boat where I'm in the process of of uh, terraforming mm-hmm. and trying to get a layout that I like and am I going to have, you know, a beach scene here or am mm-hmm. I going to have like a zen garden over there? I don't know. Let's stick a house there and call it whatever. Um, Yeah, that fucked me,
1: because now I have to move all my houses. Yeah, same.
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thanks, Nintendo. How how do you feel, Billy? So, Billy, you've played before, right? Like, this is not your first Animal Crossing game? 2001. So how do you like the crafting system, and what are your thoughts on this new addition to the game?
3: Uh, For the most part, um, 100%, I like it. Um, I think that just the added ability to craft things... Gives me more to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember in the GameCube uh, original one, like all you did was did errands for the animals constantly. It was just bounce, 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 which was fine. But now I can actually focus on my own things because, oh, I have to collect the stuff to make my giant rock. I have to collect the (laughs) stuff to make my giant Godzilla, whatever it is that I want to do. The tools breaking... uh, I don't I, I feel like I'm in the minority here. I don't hate it. I, I think it gives me a reason to keep making tools where otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I, like I just why would you need more tools? Um, I do wish that the durability was higher just yep. generally speaking, I wish you could just
0: see the durability. That's what I want. Yeah. It's like some w- indication as to like oh, it's about to break. I know I need to get
3: another one ready. Yep, exactly. Uh, one of the things that I've gotten the habit of doing, um, is I will, usually I don't break a tool, like more than a tool a day. If if I make a tool and break it in the same day, then I must have been really busy. Uh, so what I'll do, <laughs> what I do it. is in the morning, um, I'll actually go and use my workbench to customize my tool and that refreshes your durability.
1: Oh,
0: Oh, I had no idea. I, was, oh. I thought customization was stupid because what's the point?
3: What's it's going to break yeah, anyways. I was literally I no just going to say that. that. And then I use, so it it has the color bar at the bottom. I think there's like eight or nine colors for yeah. a tool. And that's how I can tell how long I've had that tool is, oh. okay, I'm on, I'm on day seven of this tool. If it breaks, I don't feel bad.
0: That is such a good idea. Oh my God. I just got so excited. Oh I'm going to start doing that. That's such a cool idea.
2: That is amazing really, you are you're both crazy and amazing all at the same time but then, so, so
3: like I said I'm very anal yeah. about how I do things in this game and that and that's just how it has projected
1: but that's so great because then you know because like my thing is like okay if I build a shovel and then I'm using that for a few hours and then I build a fishing rod and use that like I don't know I love the idea of starting fresh every day. Everything is at the same level. Yep. I'm going to totally
3: start doing that. I love that. Fuck
1: yeah. I was like, what's the point of customizing a tool? What's going to fucking break?
3: So I thought the same. Because I was like, like, ooh, you can customize your tool? Can I have, like, a shamrock shovel? That would be awesome. (laughs) That would be. And then it was, like, a green handle. And I went... (laughs) (sighs) and then I accidentally realized because I was getting close to the end of a shovel and I was like oh I'm going to customize it just so I can see what it looks like and I did and then it didn't break that's so cool so then (sighs) I just kept doing that and then I was like gotcha (laughs) That's so cool! I love that idea.
1: And this is why people who don't play Animal Crossing thinks it's think it's crazy because we're talking about building shovels. We're talking about
0: customizing a shovel, and we're legitimately excited about it. Like, <laughs> which is <laughs> the dumbest thing.
1: Whenever really. I saw the uh, the Nintendo Direct and I found out in this game you had the ability to put furniture outside, I lost yep. my shit. I was like, <laughs> I can customize the outside of my fucking house? Are you kidding me? I was like, hyperventilating. I'm like, oh, I can put. I'm- uh,
2: I'm pretty sure we talked about that on the podcast. I, think I very specifically remember
1: that conversation. Lost my shit.
3: So I also love that, but I think what took it to an even better level was when I noticed that the villagers were using the stuff yes! that was out there.
0: Yeah, they've been yes! sitting on my benches. Like,
3: they've seen them fish. Yeah. Like, uh, Yeah, it's so cool.
1: They're doing like- fucking yoga and, like... Yeah. like anime I, I, running and
3: i set up a little like garden um table with a tea set on it and next thing you know there's there's i have a, a villager named peaches very oh. sweet lover to death and oh. she came sat down was reading a book at, at in my garden and i was just like hello friend <laughs>
0: It's so it's so awesome. Like the like Tiffany was just saying, like the the level of personality that they've given to the animals. Like mm-hmm. watching them like walk around. You catch a fish, they clap for you. Now like they you used to do that. See, okay, it's been a while since I played.
1: It's so. fun because I've played Animal Crossing more than Dwight. So like Dwight's like, oh, you can. do you know you can do this? I go, yeah. It's you've been able to do that since. <laughs> like I'm the one who knows more about Animal Crossing than Dwight, and it feels good sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, you've always been able to do that, <laughs> or like yeah, you've been able,
2: to... uh, d- yeah. Yeah you you get to do the um push up your glasses the, and um, and, and uh, uh excuse me I it, I don't know you do a really good nerdy dwight oh, impression fuck, uh I don't know I don't
1: <laughs> I haven't heard it in a while but um, I I ha- I have to be inspired it, it, you get to do that to dwight I can't force it and but... it's great
0: cuz I get to learn something like it's it's a win win for everybody
1: <laughs> Yeah but I don't <laughs> mansplain it to you That's a very te- that was a very tasteful way of saying that dwight
0: <laughs> it's, it's great. I love learning things about games. It's
1: I get annoyed when Dwight's like, don't forget, you can do this. And I'm like, oh, yes, I, I know. I tell
0: Tiffany that you can hold down B to run in Mario and it's the end of the world.
1: No, because Dwight Dwight doesn't mean <laughs> to be condescending, but he's very condescending. I'm I, sorry. It's like he's like watching me play a game and he's just like, it's like the backseat driver where he's just like gripping the t- like, He's like oh, don't forget, I'm, you can hold down B to run. And I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I guess I didn't know how to do that. So I actually, like,
2: uh, this is going to be a weird segue. Ooh, I, I feel like
1: we, we should finish this
2: conversation before I, I say what I was about to say.
1: Animal Crossing is great. Go play it.
0: Yeah, we, we'll be talking about Animal Crossing for a long time. Um, the event was, uh, most people, the uh, the consensus is it was bullshit. The, uh, the Easter event, most yep. people didn't like it. I much preferred the swag that you got from the cherry blossoms. I'm very sad that it was so um, low. I did The only one that I didn't get that I really wanted was the lantern. Um, I got the rock with the cherry petals in it, which sounds so stupid, but it looks beautiful, beautiful. and I love it. And I got, uh, I forget what the other one that I wanted really badly was. Clearly, it wasn't that important. <laughs> you um, want a lantern? I have a lantern I would love... Yeah, I'll I'll get you something, but that'd be great. How about a hammock? Oh, yeah, I'll trade you a hammock for a lantern. Perfect. Barter system. Hammock lantern
2: trade. Barter system. Um,
0: They, 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 They stacked multiple events on top of each other nintendo did which is a little bit bullshit so one of the ones they did was uh it was called the easter event or bunny day bunny day um and so this guy came to your town which was a he was a nightmare like he just his looked name... he was he was a nightmare shark like it's zipper? insane his name is zipper is zipper it, wait, t wait, is it bunny zipper?
1: zipper's been around for a couple games though i realize but oh. he's like
0: exceptionally nightmarish in this one i think yeah he is. Uh, like really it's scary. like an animal in a bunny suit and it's just creepy um so he comes and he does the Easter Easter event, which puts eggs all around your town. So you hit a rock, eggs come out, you hit your tree, eggs come out. So that's a wood egg and a, and a stone egg, and you find one buried, it's an earth egg. The biggest bullshit was the fish eggs, uh, or water eggs. So you'd be fishing, nope. and you'd catch an egg. Nintendo thought in their infinite wisdom that they should stack a fishing tournament on top Ugh. of this event. So you're fishing for real fish in this thing that you're paying in-game money for. It's not a lot, but you're still paying in-game money to do... And the, you need to catch X amount of fish in a certain time limit, and you're catching eggs instead, and the eggs do not count towards your fishing limit. It was so it's like super bullshit, and I, that was my biggest issue with it.
1: Okay, what does Alex want to talk about now? Yes, Alex. Segway.
2: Uh, what? Oh, I had I had a segway where uh, it was a bad segway.
0: Well, this is even worse now. So why don't you do it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, So, um, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about what I was going to talk about oh. anymore. So well, is it going to cause a fight? No. At this point, I'm I'm past it. Oh, that's <laughs> um, fair. Uh, so, you know, I've I've talked about stuff. Billy's talked about stuff. Tiffany's talked about stuff. Dwight, what have you been up to? Oh,
0: I'm very tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have not had a lot of free time. Um, I, I've been able to make a little bit here and there. And um, when Animal Crossing first came out, that first weekend. Uh, My work still hadn't super ramped up. Um, Where I work, I'm still considered essential, and we are uh, creating ventilators for the world right now, which is a very important thing to do. Uh, And I'm on the training team, and so I am creating training content for the people who are going to be building ventilators. So I have been at my computer for eight hours a day for the last... Three weeks. God, yeah, three, weeks. three Set, weeks. It was March when I when I started, and I haven't had you know a day off. And I I'm wah, 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 whatever. I'm very lucky to be working. I'm very lucky to be doing what I'm doing. Uh, so I, I've been playing a little bit, a couple things. Mostly Animal Crossing, but I've actually recently started going through Bloodborne again. I don't know if anyone here has actually played the Bloodborne uh, game. I know um, Brian probably has. No, I know for a fact Brian has. It has uh,
1: skeletons He's in
0: it. Yes, it does. He's more of a Dark Souls uh, uh, boy, but I'm enjoying the Bloodborne setting. It's like this weird, gothic, horror, Lovecraftian, plague beast-ridden, um, Victorian-style town That's everything's wet and gross and massive wolf monsters Everybody's and screaming all the Yeah, you're walking down the street and you're just going, scary, scary stuff. And I'm I'm loving it. Uh it's I, I've played it like once or twice before because it was on uh free on um PS plus and I have recently gone back into it and I've gotten further than I did the last couple of times, which is uh been fun. This is one of those games, it's like you were talking earlier, Alex, about, like, games that are, are difficult. This game is brutally hard. Um, it's super unforgiving in terms of, like, if something touches you, like, that's a third of your health bar gone. If it was the wrong attack, it's, like, two-thirds of your health bar gone. You only get, like, you have very little room for error in terms of, like, the things that are attacking you. And there are all these, like, gross, disgusting zombie werewolf men. And it's... Yucky, but it's fun, and that's what I've been I've been up to. Most people know Bloodborne.
1: It's yucky and fun.
0: That's my life.
1: <laughs> I just love wow. that description. Play Bloodborne. It's yucky and fun, I've and also, there are skeletons in it.
0: I've also been playing um, Dragon Ball Fighters. Still, uh, I've been playing that for a couple of years at this point. I'm still very bad, um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I I I like that game. I like the idea of fighting games more than I like fighting games, I think, because I like the idea of like picking a good team and going in and beating someone. And then it's, I probably win about 50% of the time in the level that I'm at, which is, you know, how games are supposed to be balanced, but it's still like those that like, that's that scary moment of like going up against another human being. And like everything that you practiced in training mode goes out the window and you're just, panic spamming the dash button and and hoping that you hit a a combo that uh, you drop halfway through and you look like a fool. Um, I'm really bad at it. I can't do anything with any of my assists, but it's fun to play as as, uh, Ultimate Gohan and uh, punch people in the face.
1: I always hate when Dwight plays fighting games because he never seems like he's having fun. (laughs) He's like always so stressed out. And I'm like, are you even enjoying this? And... Why are you why are you playing this if this makes you so grumpy and so like frustrated and Smash
0: Brothers did that to me a lot. Yeah. It's I was just, playing that online.
1: It's just like so interesting. You're like, I love this game. But I'm like, do you?
2: <laughs> You're just that, That's why I stopped playing Smash Brothers. I just I got too ragey with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just like, I'm not having fun. I love this game, but I'm not having fun. So I'm just gonna not play it.
0: Yeah, Smash Brothers, um i i feel like i peaked with smash brothers when i went to that one in-person tournament and then i mm-hmm. like i stopped playing like pretty quickly after that um I, I go back to it from time to time uh every time there's like a new dlc character i'll play for a little bit and um one of our friends uh jeff he plays online from time to time and i'll, I'll pop in there occasionally but um yeah that's one of those ones where it's like i love it but every time i play it i tend to like get really really tilty and so i have to like mm-hmm take a break from it for a bit there's a new game coming out soon um they just announced it really recently uh it's a new guilty gear which is made by the same people who made the dragon ball game and it looks beautiful and fun and it's one of those things where like i look at it and i'm like i can figure that out but i can't and i'm bad so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my that's my fighting game uh, addiction there
4: uh, is there well anything put. else in
1: the plan um i'm asking tiffany i'm mm-hmm. trying to think bloodborne has been fun to watch because it's just, like you said, it's wet and it just sounds funny. Lots of things are um, wet in
0: this podcast.
1: That's, that's the sound of a. a that's, that's the it's, sound it's, of me playing Animal Crossing. It's, it's well lubricated. Yes,
0: it's very slick.
1: Billy is horrified right now. Um, I think Billy's turned on right now. Yeah.
0: It's got this mace that you can uh, charge with lightning, and it's so cool.
1: Dude, I I like in Bloodborne. Sorry to keep bringing that up, but all the things are like blood whispers. Do they ever have things like blood farts in that (laughs) game? Like that's all I think about. I'm like, can blood farts be an option? When you get
0: grabbed by a witch, Billy has blood farts.
1: (laughs) What did you say? What did you say? You just unlocked blood something? Blood chunks?
0: Um, blood chalices? No,
1: the... I thought it was blood chunks, but <laughs>
0: Oh maybe it was blood chunks. No, yeah. Cause, cause, so to upgrade your weapons you have blood shards and then blood like twin shards, and then from there it goes to chunks.
1: Is it chunks? Yeah, Is it blood chunks? I'm pretty chunks? sure it's blood chunks. I want blood farts to be an option. So,
0: you know. Makes I like sense. I also played, um, prior to quarantine, I got um I played through Star Wars, Jedi. Fallen Order, All I think order. is what it's called. That game was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that one. Um, I platinumed that game. That was that was a good good time. And there was another one that I played, but I don't remember what it was. It was great.
1: Cool story. I don't think there's been anything else. It's um yeah. That's what so I've been up to. What?
2: Huh? That's
0: that's what I've been up to.
2: Oh, okay. Um so it- Keeping in the Lovecraftian theme of apparently this episode, um, Billy and I actually played a... There was a new DLC for a game that both of us own that we played, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago? Two weeks ago? I want to say. It came out right around when this quarantine thing happened. So three weeks ago. And we hadn't played it since last September. It's Borderlands 3. We hadn't played it since last September or October, that time period. Um, And we picked the game back up because there was a new DLC. It's called Love, Guns, and Tentacles, I think is what it's called. And it is literally a Lovecraftian DLC for Borderlands 3. So it's it's a story about two of the characters from Borderlands 3, um... Wainwright Jacobs and Hammerlock. I can never remember his name, full name. And the two of them are getting married, and they decide that they want to get married on a unique planet. So they pick this planet that is basically, like, straight out of a Lovecraftian nightmare. Like, there are Cthulhu monsters, creepy dudes everywhere, and there it's it, it was amazing like it, it was the atmosphere of it was perfect the comedy behind around it was amazing um it really captured that atmosphere that you're talking about where it's wet and <laughs> um, like, everything is the wet. wet episode where it's where it's, it's wet dripping. and like uh just like creepy and I had so much fun playing it. It was... It was really a blast. Like, it reminded me of some, like... It, it reminded me a lot of, like, uh, Curse of Strahd, if you're familiar with the D&D campaign. Like, takes place in a dreary world filled with vampires and other, like, monsters. <gasps> and it's just, like, real. It puts you in that atmosphere and then just, like, expands upon it. And... I think I don't want to speak for Billy but I had a blast playing it. I really really liked it. It I, it felt like like the the base game I really enjoyed, but this was really really like the best experience I've had in Borderlands 3 and I've played like 250 hours of it and this was the best part.
0: I do want to speak for Billy, he hated it. Billy, what would you think of it?
3: <laughs> uh, no, I, I actually uh, 100% agree with with Alex on this one. Um, so what he didn't say was we actually, uh, there was a second DLC, or technically a first DLC that came out, and uh, we played that one first before we went on to this uh, DLC. Um, and I also enjoyed the the Borderlands 3 original package. It was great. When we played the, the first DLC that dropped, it was very interesting and fun and we enjoyed it and then this this Lovecraftian one that came out was just even better like it it was just it was it was the atmosphere was was so fun and the story was so enthralling and the whole idea that you're trying to help out like these two dudes that you helped out in in the original game like have their wedding it, it was just it was really really fun um and uh it's, it's it's a good game it's 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 crazy how many hours you can sink into this game and then like look back and be like oh my god I spent like a full month playing this game
2: yep oh yeah it, it it's crazy the amount of time we put in when the game first came out is just insane it's like sickening to look back and go I was playing that game like five hours a day every day for a month like it was. Like, I, I, like I, I've like. always loved the Borderlands franchise. I know uh, Dwight didn't finish. You started playing through. You did one. You beat one. Yeah, I, com- you- I
0: completely beat one, including all the DLC. I started on the pre-sequel, and I yep. didn't get that far in it. And I think part of that was because, you know, too much back-to-back for me. Um, yep. And I'd already played the pre-sequel like the first like 10 hours of it so i didn't even get past what i had played before so i just kind of burnt myself out on it
2: i've i've always loved borderlands um i i picked up borderlands 1 right before borderlands 2 came out because all my buddies were replaying it because they were like borderlands 2 so i i remember getting borderlands 1 playing all of it and then immediately going right into borderlands 2 and i have put probably close to a thousand hours into borderlands 2 across xbox 360 ps4 and pc like i bought it three different times i've played it through i've maxed out level character character levels like i love borderlands and borderlands 3 like the quality of life improvements have been so good that going back and playing the old ones feels weird but i still think that borderlands 2 is the better game but these two DLCs make me question that because like these are going back to the core of what made borderlands two great, which was the, the story and the characters. And it like, it kind of lost me in the main story. I still think it was very good, but it, it wasn't as good as borderlands two, but these two DLCs, both of them were amazing. The second one more so, but the first one was still like really, really solid and playing those two again, or made me like excited to play Borderlands again. And now I've been, I've been playing like every day for a few hours, at least a day, just getting back into it.
0: The the biggest complaint I, I'd heard about the about Borderlands three in general was um, the antagonists weren't the best like they're no they're no handsome jack so do you think that's why the dlcs are landing a little bit better for you because they're focusing on the side characters that you interacted with throughout the game and Um, and elevating them
2: i i don't know if that's it. it 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 might have something to do with it i think a lot of my problems with the original is they kind of shoved a like rah rah womanhood story down your throat, and didn't f- I didn't feel like they earned it, like a lot. How do I put it? It felt like they cut out a lot of characters to force a storyline that didn't feel like it needed to cut out all the characters. It cut out like it. It just felt. um It felt unearned, and like the ending, the ending, which I'm not going to spoil, even though it's been like six months. The ending didn't feel earned for me, and it fell a little flat.
0: Was it one of those things where like they knew what the ending was that they wanted to get there, but they didn't let the characters grow organically to make it? Yeah, I
2: think I think they knew that from the from number two, there was like a big character moment that everybody loved and they built off of it in perfect ways to give other characters big character development and they kind of wanted to redo that and it was really telegraphed and in a really like shitty way and then so when it happened it was just like like you guys just tried to do the same thing again in a worse way like, eh, but the DLCs I, have been good,
0: which is the important. The DLCs
2: thing. have been great, and I'm looking forward to the next DLCs. Um, they've they've already said that one of the DLCs is gonna revolve around a character from Borderlands 2 that didn't appear in this one, so I'm excited for that. Um, and they haven't said anything about the next one, but I. Uh, that's that's what I've been spending a lot of my time doing.
0: Very cool. That's super exciting. Ah, so is there anything else anyone else wants to touch on? I feel like I have. Um,
1: There's so many things. I'm I'm happy we did um, this. It's. Uh, it's just kind of overwhelming to have uh, six months worth of stuff to be like, did I talk right. about that? And then with all the crazy pandemic ish going on, it's like. Yep. I don't even know yeah. what day it is. Where am I? At,
0: at the end of the day, for me, I just want to just like sit there and shut my brain off. So like, mm-hmm. getting like it's I haven't put the pressure on us to to do this because in theory we should be able to do this more because it's just literally talking into computers at this point yeah so it's one of those things where we could probably be doing this more often but i don't know my brain's just just fried we should we're doing
2: we're doing daily episodes now baby
0: tiffany and alex show good billy (gasps) i'm out we
1: could do an episode (laughs) oh my god it's okay billy's replacing
2: Dwight on the podcast but Dwight's still doing our sound. I
0: was gonna say I'm gonna need to be set of all this stuff up anyway. But Tiffany you not know set it up?
2: Uh, yeah, I can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, but Dwight's gonna Dwight's gonna record it and edit it so that I've been editing the... most Tiffany of them. So, well, so that the talent can focus on what oh, we really yeah, need actually, to do, which is yeah, which yeah. Is
1: talk. Yeah, no, that's true. I I stand by that too.
2: And if that wasn't clear, I was trying to insult you, Dwight.
0: Fuck you. <laughs>
2: Ba, ba. i'm just kidding um ba, da, ba,
1: ba, we definitely ba, da, should
2: i'd love to do this like every week if we can just to you know
1: i know add some nice. sort of
2: regular regularity to my life right now like your poops i have regular poops every day um, Alex, great? I, n- I noticed you've,
0: you've stopped <shirts> um, streaming i had to you hadn't streamed in like uh, two months i had to turn off my subscription because i was just paying you ten dollars for nothing
2: Monte- i'm i appreciate you stopping your subscription because I don't know if I'm ever going to stream again. <laughs> it was fair. it was a fun experiment, but uh it's dead.
0: Oh, okay. That's fair. Oh. We we have been doing um like Jackbox nights Jackbox. occasionally. We've done a couple it, it, of this, We've yeah. done we've done I think 3 at
2: this point. Yeah.
0: it's, it's been pretty fun. We haven't done one this week yet. I, we'll probably I've popped in and
2: watched them all, but I, I've never actually participated.
0: Oh, I didn't know you were even watching. I just know that you show up and you tell us that you poop out your butt, and then mm-hmm. I, 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 you disappear like a phantom into the night. Uh, you, talking usually about your
2: I, I come in and I say, I have a butt.
0: It's for pooping. <laughs> I say,
2: I have a butt. Yeah. Sometimes I say it's for pooping or other, and then I just kind of, <laughs> uh, you Leave know, disappear into the shadows, you know?
0: Uh, b- before we oh. get going actually Tiffany what do you do in the shadows Oh my god
1: I really I don't I don't want to keep us going but okay. but we've been oh, do you want to save it for next time
0: Sure we'll do it again soon Yeah uh, that's okay. a, next
1: episode something about the episode, shadows we should just
2: we should just talk about TV that we've been watching Oh good cuz that's because what this is I feel like there's a lot of TV especially in the last 6 months Yeah we still haven't talked about Lock and Key We, we still haven't, haven't watched watch it. Lock and
0: Key well, I haven't, we haven't had time
2: if you find time you should watch Lock and Key so we can talk about it cuz thoughts. I w- I have thoughts. Dwight will have thoughts. Definitely. And I might we have can thoughts. talk about it. No. I mean Tiffany
1: I didn't often finish has thoughts. the no- I didn't finish the um, graphic novel. And they're not in our house anymore
0: cuz I let my sister borrow them yeah. she watched the show and loved it so. It's true. I yeah, love
2: see um I had the same experience. Bonnie watched the show and loved it and she was like, "Do you have the books?" and I was like, "Yeah, this was I think 2 weeks ago." So mm-hmm. I yeah. left him on my front porch. Mm-hmm. And, or That's what I did. I, I left him right outside my house, and she showed up and picked him up. And she left cupcakes. Yes. That's so what Gina did for us, too. Yes. Yeah, it was, cup- it it was cookies. It was cookies. Um, and then when she came and dropped off lock and key, I left Saga out for her. And so I just, now she's reading Saga. I
0: just gave Gina lock and key and Saga at the same time.
2: <laughs> oh, See, I didn't oh. want to give her, because, like... The, I have all of mine in the deluxe hardcovers, mm-hmm. so three hard deluxe hardcovers of Lock and Key and three deluxe hardcovers of Saga. Yeah. I just thought I'd do them in two different batches because that's that's a lot. Um, I,
0: I also picked up the library edition of Black Hammer, uh, the first Ooh. the first um, twelve or thirteen issues of that. that. Sounds kinky, and I can talk about that next time too.
2: Yeah, we definitely have <laughs> uh, stuff to talk about, and we maybe we can we can have billy back Billy's or he's always you know, invited and if
0: anyone else brian? wants to join yeah brian. we can get brian to join as well whoever wants to join i mean what if we get everyone to join it won't be fun because then it, no one will need to listen and just might as well be like a stream at that point or just to hang out oh but, that would
1: be kind of cool right it'd be a fun experiment
0: see how many people we can cram into this
1: yeah cool i think uh, here's what we should
2: do are you ready okay yes when we record our our 50th episode <gasps> yeah, this is gonna be
0: 51 or whatever
2: we should have as many people as we can come on so instead of just reading their lists because that's what we did last time we asked people yes. for like oh hey what was your favorite yeah. moment of the past year and then we taught we read them we can have them literally say their things and each person can have some time to be like yeah or, or like
0: it's my number one or
2: If say if say their number one makes one of our lists, we can bring them into that full conversation.
1: That's a great idea. That would be really fun. Have like a live episode almost.
2: We might actually have to like like plan it though. So that way we can because some people won't want to stick around and just listen to us talk for the whole time. I mean, maybe they will. But some people might be like, Oh yeah, I want to be part of your discussion about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like, yeah, 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 I can pop in for that part because that's one of my favorite shows, and we can be like, yeah, that would be fun.
1: I actually really love that idea.
0: And uh, I just checked now; we have not received any emails from anyone. So, uh, we have, God uh, damn it, we have a couple from people who sent them in like prior to us stopping doing them about things for the fiftieth. But mm. we aren't we aren't there yet. You
1: got a lot of spam in there.
0: I, we have a fuck ton of spam. We have some insurance shit in here. That's new. You got a,
1: uh, a I've chat. I've been signing up What's for porn chat sites over there? the um,
2: no refunds podcast at gmail.com. So just ignore all of those emails.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Dwight has Ooh, a
0: spam chat. I have a spam chat from <laughs> Amy Gomez. I'm so cute and sexy. I am her blessing.
1: It says Ooh. you are so cute and sexy. You are my blessing. How do we get to know each other better?
3: <laughs> and Roman. my
1: body is definitely telling me that it wants to be pressed against yours, comma, badly. <laughs> you
0: guys want to go to this wait, exotic wait, massage?
1: last what? one. I just got out of the tub and I'm soaking wet, wishing you, wishing to wear here to make you the same way
2: <laughs> winky Stop. face my penis can only get so erect <laughs> well
0: we're going to end on that beautiful Aww, lovely wet note so because uh, everything is wet in this episode
2: can you block oh yeah that? we did talk about yeah. wet and lovecraftian and lawyers i don't know how you can put that into an episode title but soaking
1: wet lawyers
2: we'll
0: figure it out
1: we're lawyers now
0: billy thank you so much for joining us today it was it was wonderful yeah. Thank
3: you for having me.
0: It's
2: nice to see your lovely face. Aww,
0: Aww. so cute. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry that I I skipped one of our our D and D sessions and apparently railroaded everyone into not playing that week. All right. <laughs> um. All right. So thank you all, everybody for uh, for listening to this episode. We're so sorry that it's been forever. Uh. The next one will be out sooner. I assume. Uh, probably
2: a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah. If we have our way about it. Yeah.
0: I would hope. Um, so, once again, we are No Refunds Podcast. You can email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com. That's all I'm going to say because I don't remember any of the other shit. No <laughs> Refunds Podcast at Facebook or whatever. Alrighty. Uh, so, thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.